2: Your life like try to live the life right people really know you this is an espn 97.5 road show live from brew wings this is money line on espn 97.5
3: and on espn 97.5.com
2: presented by my bookie here's jerry Bowe and josh jordan
3: Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. I know you hear the jams. That's that Kanye, the new Jesus is King, brought to you by at Carlson Radios, where you can find all the jams every single Sunday, leading you up to kickoff 10 to noon. We're out at Brewings right now, and we are about to turn up and have a good time. I'm ready to get some beer in the system. I'm ready to get some wings going. Yep. I'm pre-gaming extra early today because
1: I got to be saucy for this Astros game. <laughs> no doubt about it. And- Hey, we are up on the northwest side. We're right off of Jones Road. We we don't get out here a whole lot. I live on this this part of town, so come out and hang with us. We're at Brewings. We're going to drink some beer. We're going to watch some football. We're going to eat some great food. It's going to be a blast, and... You know, it's all about the fantasy football and the gambling today, man. And, and it's beautiful outside. They have a really nice patio here at Brewings, too. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, if you want to sit outside, and it, they got TVs out there, too. It, it's really nice. Come hang out. This is a, a relatively new Brewing, so I've been meaning to check this one out because it's pretty close to me. So come on out. Hang out with us today. Now, we got to find out who's going to be hanging
3: out with us today on our rosters. Yes. And for that, there's only one person that we go to, the Gal Media Expert of Injuries. Andrew Carlson, what do you got for us?
4: What's up, guys? So we've got, um, we're starting off over there with the Arizona Cardinals. David Johnson, they're not doing the smoke screen this week where they said he was active and then he played a whole snap. He's inactive this week, so he's not playing. That means Chase Edmonds is going to be out there again, but they're also playing the Saints, so be aware of that before firing him in your lineups. Christian Kirk for the Cardinals. He will be active for the first time in a while. That means Trent Sherfield and Demary Bird will still feature, but they're not going to have as big a roles. Matt Ryan, he's out. You guys talked about that, so that means Matty Pick Six is in there. <laughs> Ito Smith, the Atlanta running back, he's still out with the concussion. Duke Williams, the Buffalo wide receiver, is active despite a shoulder injury. For the Cincinnati Bengals, A.J. Green remains out with that ankle injury, so that means you've got Auden Tate and that guy Alex Erickson who came out of nowhere last week. Jack Doyle, the tight end for the Colts, he is active despite a groin injury, so he might take some snaps away from Eric Ebron. DD Westbrook is active for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over in L.A., the Chargers, Justin Jackson is inactive with a calf injury, and Keenan Allen is active despite a hamstring injury. Over for the Rams, Malcolm Brown remains out with an ankle injury, and that means the Darrell Henderson emerges as the second running back for those guys. Drew Brees is active, and he will start for the Saints this week. Alvin Kamara, no such luck, unfortunately. He remains inactive for the second straight week with an ankle injury. Also for the Saints, Traquan Smith, the wide receiver, is out with an ankle injury. And Jared Cook, the tight end, is out with an ankle injury, and that means our boy Josh Hill gets a chance to take advantage of a pretty good matchup. For the Giants, Sterling Shepard remains out with a concussion. And Braxton Berrios is active despite a hamstring injury. And then for the Jets, Chris Herndon, the tight end, he's out with a hamstring injury. For the Philadelphia Eagles, Darren Sproles remains out with a quad injury. Deshaun Jackson is still out with the abdomen injury that he's been out with all season long. Yep. And then for the Tampa Bay Bucks, O.J. Howard is out with a hamstring injury. That means Cameron Brait's going to be a pretty good option for oh, you. And then up. Delaney Walker for the Titans, he is out with an ankle injury. That's all we got for the 1 o'clock games, guys
3: appreciate that everyone there it is so go ahead and adjust accordingly
1: yeah cameron go. Bray. that sticks out to me right there because jamis likes to throw to him man
3: he likes to throw to everyone even the other, the other team, team. <laughs> but <laughs> he does yeah that's big news yeah that's big news and go, like i said adjust accordingly that opens up some value though in the dfs world as well though yeah. so go ahead and get some of those guys in my uh put your name on it today is going to have it's going to be a surprise. I'm going to tell you who's going to go off today on that Texans team because I got a little trick up my sleeve. Ooh, so, I like everyone listening out there. We do uh, put your name on it. The last segment leading you up to kickoff, we put a uh, name on something that we feel confident in, all three of us. So,
1: stick hey, stick around for that because we've been money on those. We've been crushing those, man. And I'm telling you, look, tight end has been ugly this year. If you don't have one of those really good players, you're struggling. So, if you're that guy, if, if you're the one that maybe you drafted O.J. Howard he's been killing you all year, start Cameron Braith this week if you're desperate. I think he could come through for you. It's For some reason, Jameis looks for him in the end zone. I wouldn't expect a ton of yardage, but I bet he falls in the end zone and gets you a touchdown.
3: Let's talk about people that are going to get his touchdowns today. What else you got?
1: Man, I – I mean, I, I guess I don't want to get to my put your name on it quite yet, but uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier. I, I love the Lions this week, especially Matthew Stafford. I love that passing game. Keeping I think they're going to put up some points.
3: Keeping that frame of thought, then, we have a question. Would you start Russell Wilson or Matt Stafford today?
1: Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson just because it's the Falcons, man. And and Russell's been a, a top-five quarterback play all year long. So, if you know, if, I love the matchup. Don't get me wrong with Matthew Stafford. But I'm going to go with Russell Wilson just because he can get you some with his legs too. And we saw what Deshaun Watson did to that Falcons defense.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, how about this? Pick three of these guys. One of them has to go. Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Diggs, Lockett.
1: Well, Diggs already went, right, on Thursday.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize this question. So, yeah, obviously you have – I'm guessing pick two of the threes, what do you mean, then? Because he put put, pick three Hopkins, Hill, Diggs, Lockett. So pick two out of the remaining three out of Hopkins, Hill, Lockett.
1: I can't believe I'm saying this, but I guess I'm probably sitting Lockett, even though the the matchup is ridiculous. But I know Hill's got a backup quarterback, but you know Andy Reid. He always dials up some kind of way to get him open, and I, I feel like every week Tyreek Hill has two touchdown upside. The
3: better question here would be, yeah, who are you sitting out, Hill or Lockett? And when you think of it like that, it's it's tough because
1: how did he get those three receivers on the same team? That's a good team. <laughs> who are you playing with? Yeah.
3: But we saw even Hill break one open with the backup quarterback. Yes. So it's not like he needs a quarterback that can make the perfect throw. He needs the the perfect play call more right. than the perfect quarterback. He just needs space. And if he can get it, he's he be in the end zone Yeah. There. They're going to have to be looking for somebody to move in the chains in a game that I know Rodgers is going to score. Oh, yeah. On that defense, the Green Bay Packers are going to score. Look for Kansas City to be playing catch-up. And I want to jump into that game real deep because that line move when Mahomes got hurt during that game, the look-ahead lines, everything started getting smashed. And a lot of sharps, for whatever reason, they're hammering the Chiefs as their favorite player of the week. And I just can't do that confidently with what I've seen with the Chiefs. Defense, One. Two, what I've seen out of Aaron Rodgers last week, yeah. and he's the type of guy that when he gets going, he likes to put his foot down, and he wants that MVP, and he knows that eh, Mahomes isn't even playing, and, yeah. and he's playing in that stadium like this is his chance to put his foot down, and that's why his odds are moving in the MVP uh, discussion. All of a sudden, you got our Aaron Rodgers back up in there, yeah, and. The MVP race is pretty open because a few weeks ago, everyone's putting Russell Wilson as the leader, and every week it seems like someone's putting someone different. Now, all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers is making his rise, and today will be a big, big uh, uh, imprint that he could put into the MVP race. I'm looking forward to it.
1: And he's doing it without Devontae Adams. Which is crazy.
3: He's doing it with a – and that that just shows you how special. When we look back at this lifetime of – of football that we're living in currently what this what this era was and you're gonna think about the Brady's and you're gonna think about who did he really have and yeah you're gonna think about Gronk and maybe even Edelman for whatever reason they're thinking he's Hall of Fame material and, and I guess that's gonna be something that you're gonna look at and say, Well he had a Hall of Famer and, and two Hall of Fame and you yep. think, Man, he played with a bunch of no names.
1: Yeah. No, it's unbelievable what he's doing right now. So He's bouncing back. He's playing great. So we'll see if he can do it today. And you're right. He's going to want to do it, you know, against the Chiefs. All right. Start him. Sit
3: him. PPR. Is it going to be Landry? Is it going to be Marvin Jones? Is it going to be Terrell Williams?
1: Oh man, I'm I'm going with Marvin Jones. I'm I'm still riding that Lions train today, man.
3: And and deservedly so. Bottom three team and past DVOA are the Giants. You got. The Lions, you see that they like those explosive plays. That's how they were able to move the ball against Green Bay, teams that allow those 20-yard-plus plays. The Giants, their bottom five team in allowing explosive pass plays. Look for Stafford. Start going ahead and looking at stacks because to win these big, big tournaments you have to have, not have to, but for the most part, when you go back and look at which teams ended up higher they they stack two people off the offense. Now it gives you more risk liability because if they if they're bad, then they're both bad. Yeah. I mean, if you had different teams, you say, hey, he was he was mediocre. The other guy was bad. Whatever the case is, but when you stack them and they both go off, then the upside is unparalleled. You can you your upside and your chance of getting into the top tier of five percent in a tournament is is drastic. So keeping that in mind, some stacks for today, just for everyone listening: Watson, Hopkins, Stills. Wilson, Carson, Lockett, Golf, Gurley, Woods, or Cooks, Breeze, Murray, Thomas, Stafford, Ty Johnson,
1: Galladay. Yeah. What do you think about Ty Johnson? You know what? He's a, you know, he's explosive. He's, he's a good player. I, I kind of liked him coming out. So I, I think he'll be okay. It's just, is he going to get the full workload or not? We don't know that yet. So I'm going to be... I, I want to watch a little bit just because we don't know if he's going to get that full workload or, or if he's going to split some touches there.
3: No, nah, definitely seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. How about Rodgers or Stafford?
1: Oh man, I don't know how you could go wrong with either guy. I mean, honestly, but
3: how could you take Rodgers out after last exactly, week? Exactly.
1: You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'd probably slightly lean Rodgers, but I mean, I think Stafford is going to have a huge game. I. I think twenty-five points is almost the floor. for This him is this one week. of those
3: thirty-five to forty attempts by Stafford. Yeah. Get the ball in the end zone, two or three, one big play, break it open. Again, whenever you get sit down and you say, "All right, what's what's this week's game plan, folks?" Carry ons out, and they're like, "Wow!" So our run game's pretty much not going to be there. They got a bad offensive line. They said, "Well, we're going to have to throw." Who are we playing against, anyways? The Giants? Oh, we're throwing they're for throwing. sure. The ball will be thrown, and that's something that. You have to take advantage of, and using that frame of thought, it leads me to believe the over, because I don't think the Lions are some world beaters on defense either. And their run defense is more stout than their pass defense. Correct. Daniel Slay's Jones Slay's banged up. Exactly, too. and they're missing their starting uh, safety, I believe. Um, look for Daniel Jones to get his.
1: Yeah, I think he'll do okay. I think
3: the Giants are good for 23, 24 points, and the rest of the Lions can get there. So go ahead and hit that over. How about Breit? Or the money line favorite, Josh Hill, full PPR. <laughs> uh, I,
1: I guess I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Breit, but, you know, I can't, I can't blame anybody for trying Hill. But, and Drew Brees is back this week. So, and we haven't even really covered that. You know, no Camara. Drew Brees is back. A two-point line move. Yeah. And, you know, I can't blame anybody for going with Hill, but it, it's not like Brees was lighting it up to the tight ends before he got hurt. You know what I mean? And, and you know, no O.J. Howard. I, I think Jameis is going to throw the ball to Brayton, so I'll go with him. But I love me some Latavius Murray this week. Oh, he that's, went off last week. That's the prime
3: me. play. That and the guy I'm going to put my name on in the last segment. We have two guys that you have to have in your DraftKings lineup. Latavius Murray being one of them. We'll get to the other guy here coming up soon. Moneyline out at Brewings 290 in Jones Road location. Get on out here. Get your hands on these wings 30 for $17.99. The beer is ice cold and I'm ready to start drinking. You listen to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. It's a shame the
2: way you
4: mess around with you're like a child. One, two, three, four.
2: listening to an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow live from Brewings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
3: and on ESPN 97.5.com
2: presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
3: Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. And let's drop some money for the people. Now, we kind of teased it and we said, Duke Johnson. Reception's over, maybe, because we look at it as we know that the Raiders struggle at receiving yards to the running back position. So, keeping that as the weapon that the Texans need to use, Duke Johnson, does he get three catches today? Because my bookie has it over under
1: two and a half at plus 105. I'm going to say, yeah. We talked about this earlier. He only gets about, you know, ten touches a game. But most of it comes through the passing game, so I think he gets to three. What do you think?
3: I think he gets there as well. You're going to go over to my bookie right now. If you don't have an account, you open an account, you put in that promo code radio. Then all of a sudden, whatever you deposit, it's going to be double that in the account. Then you're going to run over to player props, Oakland, Houston. We're going to look at Duke Johnson receptions and receiving yards. And the receptions, for him to have The 20.5 that the over-under set at for receiving yards, we know that the opposing defense allows 53. Can Duke Johnson get about a little bit less than half of the total yardage that's needed to get there to beat that average? I think he does. To get 20.5 yards, I think he might need more than those 2.5 receptions. I'm thinking over-receptions at plus money, Duke Johnson over 20.5 receiving yards at minus 115, all over at mybook. So get over to MyBookie.ag. You're going to put in promo code RADIO, 100% match bonus. Oh, that sounds too good to be true. Oh, Not only me. that, but then you're going to double it up on these reception bets. Go ahead and spread out your money, though. Don't go deposit the 100 and right now and just dump it on Duke Johnson. Don't do that. Let's go ahead and spread this out. Sprinkle a little bit on Duke Johnson.
1: Is I'm sprinkling some hot sauce on these wings, <laughs> no doubt about it. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of ranch on there too. I like that with my wings, Jerry. And what I also like is making some money and winning my fantasy football matchup. You know, I've got a tough one this week. I, I'm projected to lose this week, Jerry. I don't like that very much. But hey, it is what it is. You get some bye weeks. You have to you have to find some guys. To You'll put never in be there. a
3: loser in my eyes, John. I Josh. appreciate
1: that, Jerry. But it's going to be tough. I got a good opponent this week. And you know, when the bye weeks come, you're You're kind of scrambling. So we talked about Latavius Murray a little bit in the last segment. You know, if you're an Alvin Kamara owner, you've got to have Murray on your team. Just in case something like this happens, you can just put him in your lineup. So let's talk about that game a little bit. You know, Drew Brees is back, playing the Arizona Cardinals. This is a pretty big spread here, too, 12 points. Saints are at home, though. We know how they play in New Orleans.
3: A two-point jump of when the news was actually broken I'm not sure that, not to say, again, someone out there listening, you're going to tell me Drew Brees isn't better, two points better than Bridgewater? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the way Bridgewater's playing, the the length of Brees coming back, everything playing out, the, the momentum that those Saints have, it's just crazy to think that A big spread even moves even more. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're, like, sitting at two, two and a half, and then Breeze comes back, yes, maybe that's a reason to push it over the key number to three and a half, four, but once you're at 10, 11, and you start going to 13, 14, because Breeze comes back, and a spread that's, in a game that's projected to be a two-score game and say it is and say it is that way in the fourth quarter what what's the what's the initiative and the reasoning for the Saints to open hey breeze go out there and rip it man no so i don't think that that two point is justified to what the 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 Saints have been under yeah. bridgewater
1: they've been good and i've been getting this question a lot you know michael thomas this week he's going to be going against patrick peterson he's back from the suspension Now, Thomas runs out of the slot quite a bit, and from what I've seen at least last week and, you know, from last year, Patrick Peterson typically isn't following you in the slot. He's usually staying outside, so if you're a little worried about Michael Thomas this week because of the matchup, A, why are you worried? He's pretty much the best receiver in fantasy this year, right, with all the catches. He gets Drew Brees back, but yeah, that is a tough matchup, but if he's in the slot, He's going to eat, and I think they're. Gonna, you know, Sean Payton's a really good play caller and coach. I think they're going to move him in there a lot, get him away from Patrick Peterson, get that offense going. So I, I don't worry about Michael Thomas this week. I think he's going to be just fine.
3: And we also talk about when we target teams against the Cardinals because of their fast pace. So obviously, if that offense is running at a historical pace, and they're out there running no huddle early in the game and trying to rush plays then that means that your offense is, is basic math. That means there's going to be more time on the clock for you to function. And if you have an efficient offense, as do the Saints, and you have weapons, as in Michael Thomas, expect a big game. That's the problem with the Cardinals, that they move too fast. They don't have a a, a break and an acceleration. They just have one. They just have one, and it's go. It's go, and it's at one point the, it's go, even in the red zone. Go, 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 and it's like. You know what? Let's slow this down. We need red zone offense here. We don't need to rush necessarily. Let's slow things down, and that's going to be something that's going to come with time. It's going to come with – you think that Kingsbury or or McVay are the only masterminds out there that are trying to get these different type of offenses to work over the years? There's people out there right now, and there's a reason that they don't work. There's a reason that uh, college coaches haven't been able to implement – confidently and consistently those spread offenses into the nfl because it's just a different game and yes Kingsbury, he's on he's on to something they look great at moments but in certain moments inside the red zone or in close games that's when you're going to find out who they really are
1: no, no doubt about it so that one's interesting we'll see how that plays out this is a game a lot of people are interested in betting so let's move on to this chargers bears game now you know, I see. You know, we have all the TVs on here at Brewings. I'm watching Trubisky warm up, Jerry. Uh, I'm gonna put it politely. He's been not good. You know what I mean? And Philip Rivers and that offensive line for the Chargers, injuries. They're gonna get eaten alive by that Bears defensive line today. Trubisky warming up is like you have to jump start him. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> do. It's been ugly, man. And. I like Allen Robinson this week. I I think he could get going as bad as Trubisky has been. He has been getting the ball to Allen Robinson decently, so I think he could have a nice game. Keenan Allen's going to play. We heard from Andrew. He's dealing with the hamstring. I I don't have a lot of confidence in him. Just, you know, the injury and it's a, a tough matchup. How awful was Melvin Gordon last week? I mean, he cost him that football game against the Titans. He's been terrible. I feel like they're almost forcing him the ball. You know what I mean? Because Eckler was fantastic. He was the reason they split Eckler out wide, and he was just killing linebackers out wide. And then they put a corner on him, and then they moved him into the slot. And then, I mean, Eckler got him down the field to win that game. And then they put Melvin Gordon, in, and he fumbles twice, right like, well, right on the goal line.
3: Gordon's decision—he might as well have just stayed out the whole yes. time. He hurt his pockets because now yeah. people are going to be able to bring this and saying, "Hey, we your backup was good enough to." And yeah. even if he goes to an opposite team, they're still going to be able to use that exact example, like. Yes, we know your worth. You've been great. And he comes out and he throws his number. His agent's like, look at this guy, man. He's he's an all-pro. And they're going to say,
1: yeah, but look at the his replacement. And he was able to do just as much, if not more. And they need him for that because their offensive line is in shambles. I think they're starting a, a free agent at left tackle. Lamp, one of their decent interior linemen, he's out. He's hurt now. So they have all these backups. You're going against the Bears, who we know what they can pouncey's do. Pouncey's out. The yeah, center. pouncey's out. I mean, they're in trouble. So I think it needs to be more of an Eckler game because I don't think they're just going to pound the ball on the Bears today. So I like Eckler this week. You know, if you can get away from Melvin Gordon this week, I'd probably bench him. But, I mean, they are forcing him the ball. They're giving him a ton of opportunity, and that's half the battle in fantasy football is opportunity. What do we think about this from a gambling angle? Uh, I was listening to the Blitz the other day, and I think they kind of like the under in this one. Uh, It looks like it's at about 41 right now. What do you think about this game, Jerry? Are you playing this game? Do Do you like anything? If I was going to play anything, and
3: I'd agree with the Blitz under, I don't see how these teams move the ball consistently. We know that Trubisky, and I was about to say Money Mitch. Remember, I used to call him that, but he's not any longer Money Mitch. So Mitchell Trubisky, I don't trust him enough to move the ball consistently up and down this field. Now you ask yourself about Allen Robinson, and you say... Last week they were able to hide him because he lines up in that slot a lot, so they were able to hide him against uh, certain defensive backs. And again, this week they're able to do that. They able to, they're able to hide him on the inside against um, the Chargers' best defensive back, Allen Robinson, sixty yards and or a touchdown in six of the last seven games. It just terrible that is Trubisky throwing the ball. If yeah. it was anybody else, imagine what Allen Robinson could be. Now, like I said, Casey Howard, uh, Hayward, he can only. He only runs 1% of his – he only covers 1% of his routes out of the slot. He's, he usually stays outside. So that's their best defensive back right now. He can't follow him. They're going to do the same thing as they did last week because Marshawn Lattimore, he couldn't follow him. He only plays a small percentage of his snaps inside the snap in slot. And they ran, I believe, 16 of his slots were inside. The rest were outside. Uh, inside 16, the rest outside. So they can hide him, but they can't hide Mitch.
1: They can't. And what about Montgomery? Like, didn't Nagy come out and say, like, they've done a poor job of getting him the football and that they're, they're going to pound the rock with him this week? So, if you've been waiting all year. They barely year to- even
3: ran the ball last yeah. week. So, you know, okay, whenever a team loses after playing a bad uh, game plan after overthrowing the ball, and that's all that the Bears have been hearing this week, yep. you better be sure they're going to come out and run that ball. And when they run that ball, you better be sure it's going to be David Montgomery. And I'm glad you got to that point before we move to the next game because
1: he had four touches last week. Ex-
3: this is a blow-up spot. That's exactly the point that you need to be looking at right here because last week they were bad. They played way out of character. All those pass attempts for, for Trubisky, and then they get beat – this week, they're going to concentrate on what they know. Let's slow the game down. Let's take it out of Trubisky's hands. Let's yeah. let's play. David Montgomery, fire him up. He's going to have a game.
1: No, absolutely. So, hey, we'll get to the rest of these games on the other side of the break here. We have a lot more plays for the people.
3: Tony, we got you up. Coming up next, he had a start him, sit him question. Everyone, if you're listening out there, 713 780 3776. Get on in. We're out at Brewings 290 and Jones location. Wings are in the air, and it smells fantastic. Pass me the ranch, Josh. We're on Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Oh, it's a five. Yeah, yeah. Night, night. Oh, it's a, it's oh, it's a five, yeah, yeah. How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I reply. That's your love, that neighbor, not the bad
2: you're listening to an ESPN 975 Road Show. Live from Brew Wings. This is Moneyline on ESPN
3: 975. And on ESPN 975.com.
2: Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to
3: Moneyline. Two segments left. 30 minutes till kickoff. 30 minutes till I get my hands on these wings. Where are they, Brew Wings? 290 Jones Road location. Yes, let's get this party going because it's a football Sunday. It's a make money Sunday. It's an Astros yeah. Sunday. If you're listening out there right now, I know that gives you chills. It gives you goosebumps. Tide Series 2-2. Two to two. Mattress Mac, the dream stays alive, and he's still putting money I out there. I saw mean, that. He rolled up with a bag that looks like your grandma's bag, one of those old school bags, and it had, like, the strings. It looks old. Like, it had all the strings, like, sticking out or whatnot. My man opens it, and he's got bundles of cash, all in hundreds, and he's putting them out on the table in stacks of 100 racks, 100 here, 100 here, 100 here. And you're thinking, you know they're down 2. He was betting them when they were down yeah. 2-0. Well,
1: you get you get better off. Exactly. Odds. Then yeah. he
3: went and bet them again at 2-1.
1: Dude, we got to hang with Mattress Mac. I think he'd
3: be a, a big fan of Moneyline. The guy likes to gamble. Mattress, Mac, if you're listening out there right now, we are riding with you tonight, as is Houston. We do this together. We aren't $15 million uh, involved, but 15 maybe, and to us it's about the same. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get some wins. Let's go ahead and get together, Houston. If you're listening out there, hey, turn me up louder because we're trying to get it hyped. We got a full day of pre-gaming with NFL,
1: Yep, winning a little bit of money, And then the nightcap. Yeah, we'll be here till 2 o'clock, just hanging out, watching football, getting some bets in on my bookie. Come hang out at the Brewings with us. Mattress Mac, if you're not doing anything, come hang out with us. Why not? Get your cheers ready, Mac, because we're going to party. Everyone out there listening, you're thinking – Your boss is
3: listening right now, and he's like, I know you listen to Moneyline, and I do, too, for my advice. And I know those guys said to go out there and party, but I use cheers as you should. So, again, go ahead, ahead, get the party going. Fire up the barbecue pit. Let's get the festivities going because it's a countdown now.
1: It is. It's a countdown to game five. I am ready. I I can't wait. We're going to watch some football. Then the Texans get going at like 325, I think, and then, then you got the Astros after that. What a perfect Sunday for Houston fans. What a perfect
3: time to take some calls. Let's go over right now to the listener line, HRMP listener line. Tony, start him sending a question. You're on line. What's going on?
0: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you?
3: Doing great. What can we do for you on this beautiful morning?
0: Yes. I just want to ask uh, one your professional opinion on if I should start uh, Westbrook or Sanu at uh, wide receiver today, and uh, I'm picking Astros in seven.
1: Nice. Uh, For me, I would go with Westbrook just because, look, I like Sanu, don't get me wrong, but that's hard to gamble on, right? Jerry, guy going to a new team, we don't know how many snaps he's going to get, you know, and Westbrook has a nice matchup today. I actually, I have him in my flex rank, so I'd roll with Westbrook today.
3: I'm on Westbrook as well. He's due for positive aggressions. He's one of the best targets in the red zone for them. Look for Westbrook as far as we know that Sanu – so it's crazy because we've seen big-time great white receivers go to the New England Patriots and not get it. Right. Ocho Cinco. But then, then you look at what the Patriots, which aren't in the business of getting done over on deals. They're not. They're not in the business of giving you the better end of a deal. And what they gave up for Sanu makes you think that they are, They
1: know something. They do, and he's out of Rutgers. You know, Belichick likes to pull from there. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. you know the system is similar. So – Look, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like that one. Exactly. So, you know, I'm not telling you that, you know, Sanu won't do well. The problem is it's the unknown, Jerry. You know what I mean? And in fantasy football, you, you want to go with what's most likely to happen. You want to reduce your risk as much as possible. And a guy switching teams midweek, that's risky. And now don't get me wrong. We saw Antonio Brown get in the end yeah. zone without any practice. Yeah, and-, and I probably told people not to play him too. You know, what? but, but it's about risk management. And that, that's what you have to do in fantasy football. So, But, if, you know, if you want to swing for the fences, go for it. Like you said, they gave up a second-round pick for the guy. They're gonna use him.
3: They know something, yeah. Obviously, because again, think about that. That you think about that. The, The. Patriots are not in the business of giving up draft picks for players that don't pan out. That's just not what they do. They're quick to let people go that they know are a little bit past their value, and they're quick to pick up guys that people don't jump on. So it's a
1: scary situation because I know they're on something, but it takes time. Let's not get too cute. And you know what we do know? The Jets stink in the secondary. So, you know, D.D. Westbrook, he could come through for you. Too.
3: And he's like that positive, regre- uh, positive um, regression to the mean because he gets the red. Zone targets hasn't necessarily begin getting, getting in the end zone when he gets them in the red zone. Expect for him to get in there today. Let's go over to Chris. He's on the HRP listener line as well. Chris, what's going on? You're on money line.
0: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, man, how about the Astros? Yeah. Woo! Let's go Astros! Hey, man, the bats are alive, baby. The bats are alive. Hey, uh, just real quick, I just wanted to see what y'all thought about um, either Hunter Henry or Evan Ingram. Man, got a tough. I feel like it's a tough pick, so I'm just gonna see what y'all thought.
3: I'm going Hunter Henry here, Jerry. Me too, and and I'm a big Ingram guy. Remember last week I had all those props on him. My man was out there dropping the ball. He got poked on the eye towards the end. I'm thinking just get back on the field. He could have easily had it. He was dropping balls, but when it comes to Hunter Henry, there's not much better at what he's producing right now as far as he is that target that Rivers
1: is using and down the field. I mean, I think he's getting like fifteen fifteen yards on average. Like, you know, he there aren't little short passes to Hunter Henry. Rivers is getting them the ball down the field. He's getting almost a hundred yards on the reg, so I think you go with Hunter Henry. It look Ingram could have a good game, but it feels like Daniel Jones he's you know, he's having some growing pains, which all rookies do, right? And I am on
3: Ingram as far as props today. I'm not shying away for him at all. But just the guy that you're going up against, Hunter Henry. If it's either or, it's it's got to be Henry because he's getting the numbers, he's getting the looks, and Keenan Allen's banged up. Yeah, you might there, use them. There's little not more? too many. There's not too many more tight ends that I would put over Hunter Henry um, going forward no. on a weekly, consistent basis. So keep that in mind. How about this one, Josh? Matt Moore or Sam Darnold?
1: Oh God, peas <laughs> <laughs> uh, or green beans? Yeah, no. I mean, like yuck. Look, I don't like. Either option, really, but, God, I'd probably go with Sam Darnold. You know, and I don't like the matchup. You know, the Jags are good, but, you know, Jalen Ramsey's not there anymore. And, you know, look, I love that Andy Reid's calling the plays, but I'm not rolling with more. I don't have that confidence, man.
3: I'm on Sam Darnold as well. I can't risk on more. I think Darnold's got a little bit more of a sample size that you can trust. Now, a lot of people are going to go more. though. They're going to fire him up, hoping that the game script plays out, and it very well could. Sure. Confidently, I can't say that that's what I'm doing. This guy, he has Prescott on by, so it's just a weekly pickle. It's nothing that he's going to have to worry about going forward. Gotcha. All right. He, this guy says, with y'all talking about the Chargers and hyping, hyping up Eckler, he needs to start three. Hyde, Eckler, Coleman, Barkley. So we know Barkley's in. Yes. I'm not sitting Coleman out. No. So Eckler or Hyde.
1: And I obviously Eckler, I would think. Yeah, look, I like Hyde today. He's in my top 20, but I have Eckler ranked higher. I think maybe the Chargers learned their lesson from forcing the ball to Melvin Gordon too much last week. And if they are going to get production against the Bears, I think it's going to be more through the air on dump-off passes than just running up the gut.
3: Yeah, definitely. How about Mike Evans or Kirk?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Mike Evans. I sometimes just don't overthink it. And don't get Kirk's been banged up. I know he's going to play this week, but don't get too cute. You this said is it.
3: more of a matter of a fact, having Kirk on your bench probably this whole time, and you've been itching to get him in. And, yep. and Evans is, is, is show or no show, either one, nothing in between usually. So you're thinking, this might be the spot I slide in Kirk. This might be the slot you wait and see where Kirk. Let him get going. Let him get in the offense because there is going to be those weeks where Kirk is going to win you the week. But I don't think it's this one. And with
1: Lattimore maybe being on him, you know, that, that's tough.
3: How about this one and not start them, sit them? But do y'all buy that this might be Tom
1: Brady's last season as a Patriot? That's what he's basically saying, and this is the first time he's ever come out and kind of put that out there. But he controls his destiny; he can get out of his contract after this year if he wants to. He put his house up for sale, Jerry. So I'm telling you, man, I think I think something to it, yeah.
3: Can you – would there be anything more uncomfortable than seeing Brady in a different jersey? You know, there were certain people that when you saw them, when Emmitt Smith went to a different
1: team, you said, man, that, does, that doesn't look right. It when doesn't. Montana, you know, but he's, seeing Brady, he's a 49ers fan, a Joe Montana fan, you know, out in California, and you know the 49ers can get out of Garoppolo's deal for only like five million bucks. Look, I don't think that's going to happen, but they could. So they're not tied to him, and how crazy a chin line that? like that? You think I, they're I, I know, but for Tom Brady. But I know that's you know Brady's only going to play a couple more years. But it's funny that people are already Garoppolo's talking about like that. I
3: can't get rid of this guy. Yeah. I finally
1: get, I finally get
3: up <laughs> out of the shop. Leave me alone. Right. He texts Tom like, "Hey, from a from a from a random number like."
1: <laughs> if, if
3: you come to see if you come to San Fran you're dead
1: yeah we're gonna have problems Jimmy is that you <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's Jimmy that's hilarious but you know they did a on Bleacher Report they do like a gridiron heights thing and it's this little animated cartoon thing and they did one about Brady freaking about all his backup quarterbacks are, are playing well now with Brissett and Garoppolo and so I thought that was pretty funny what I think is
3: going to be funny here, though, is that we're about to keep dropping winners, right? 713-780-3776. The phone 3776 The phone lines are open. One more segment. Get your name on it. Put your name on it. Put your name on some paper. We're going to have that as well. Anything specific that sticks out to you as far as must plays today in the DFS world or in anything that you're saying, hey, if I could plug in one guy then I'm going to build my, my, my lineups off of this guy, this is who you start, should start with right now. Because there's someone right now in front of the computer saying, Josh, help me. I need help here. I got X amount of dollars left, and I need you to fill in this spot.
1: Who's it going to be? I think we talked about it earlier. We both like the Lions guys this week, right? Maybe a stack with you know Stafford and Marvin Jones because he's a little cheaper. I even think Hawkinson might be able to do something for you today. So he's somebody I'm definitely looking at. And we have some other ones. We'll hit them on the other side. But th- that's kind of the ones that come, you know, to the forefront of my mind right there. I think Josh Allen against that Eagles secondary, I think he could have a nice game today. They allow a
3: big place. We'll actually talk about that Philly-Buffalo game in this next segment because there's something that I always tell you. In gambling, buy what's ugly and let it grow into something beautiful and then hand it off because – They're going to tax you for having that pretty thing in your possession. That's the way it is. So as soon as something gets so pretty that you're like, hey, this is losing value, sell it. Because somebody else, the public, is going to buy it. That's the way gambling works. And that's the way we work. For the next 18 minutes, leading you up to kickoff, we're going to drop winners. We're going to drop some funnies. We're going to drop some wings and some ranch. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN (laughs)
2: 97.5. you're listening to an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow. Live from Brewings. this is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
3: Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. The last segment. Home stretches, they say, but we are about to bring the dollars home. Let's talk some money. Let's talk some Games, let's get whatever we have out of the way because there's someone out there needing
1: our help. What you got, Josh? What I got is they need to come and hang out with us today. We are at Brewing's, Jerry. We are going to be here till 2 o'clock. So if you're looking for somewhere to watch some football, come hang with us, guys. It's... We're gonna be here. We're gonna watch the, you know, Texans will be on at three o'clock. The Astros come on later today. We'll be here till at least two. I might stick around even longer, Jerry, because I live pretty close and and I like it out here. They got a really nice patio. And you got plenty of cheers. I got plenty of it. Check out all the specials here at Brewing's, guys. They have thirty boneless wings for seventeen ninety nine. I mean, you could split that with a buddy and you both eat for less than twenty bucks. What a deal that is. You know, stop by. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna be watching football all day. We're gonna be gambling. We're gonna be doing fantasy football. If you have any questions. Jerry and I will do our best to hook you up. We're going to have some fun. We're going to drink some cold beers. I'm watching all these cold beers coming out. I I'm kind of waiting so we get off the air so we can go get some beers and these wings, man, they smell so good. So come hang out with us at Brewings. We are at the location right there at 290 in Jones Road right in Jersey Village. So come hang out with us. We're going to have a blast. Come on out to Brewings. Great food, great drinks. We love Brewings. We're we're out at Brewings every Texans home game. So, you know, Throughout the season, if you can't make it today, catch up with us. Then, what is it, uh, after the Texans bye week, we'll be probably at another Brewing. So, come on out, guys. Take advantage of the specials. Get on out to Brewings. You know what I love? I love our faithful
3: Moneyliners. Yes. And we got a few on hold that we got to get to before we get off this show. So, let's start like this. Christian, you're on Moneyline. What can we do for you? How's it going, guys? We're doing good. We got uh, wings in uh, our vicinity, so it's time to turn up.
0: I okay. got I got a hard fantasy question to ask for today. Uh, Latavius Burry and Chase Edmonds or Todd Gurley and Le'Veon Bell. I hang up a list.
1: How many does he need to play?
3: I don't know because he's – I guess maybe – I'm, I'm thinking it's like a DFS line because it don't. It wouldn't make no sense the way the pay is because you got – obviously, Gurley and Bell are real expensive. Yeah. I, I don't see how you would sit them in season long. Yeah. So, if you had to let's pick a group out of those, which one would you go to? And I see his thoughts because a lot of people are going to say, are you kidding me? Gurley and Bell? But – the other guy's got prime matchups. Like, like I told you, Latavius Murray's who I'm building a lot of my lineups around.
1: In, he's kind of the chalk this week probably. Yeah, exactly. Think, you know and, what I mean? So,
3: we're not sure if it was a DFS question. So, and you're right, Josh, because if in a DFS world, Latavius Murray's going to be one of the highest, if not the highest, running back this week. So... What kind of game do you need him to have if he's 40% owned to be able to make ground to win something big? He would have to have a historical 40-some points. When somebody's so highly owned, it doesn't make any ground if they go ahead and meet their expectations and maybe overexceed exceed them slightly. Now, how many people are going to be on Le'Veon Pell? Not many.
1: Not many. And, you know, the the Jags have some injuries. Uh, Marcel Darius, I think, is is hurt with, you know, a big boy on their defensive line. But I think this is the week Gurley finally breaks out. I have him ranked very high in my rankings this week. I think he's going to come through. So I'd probably lean Gurley, but it's close. But, yeah, I'd probably – I like Murray. But like you said, he's going to be highly owned. And I think this is finally the time that Gurley's going to come through for you. I'm not sure what to expect from on. You know he's going to get his catches. And there are some injuries to the, the Jags' defense. But, yeah, I'd probably lean well with Gurley and Murray there.
3: All right, let's go over the next caller. Joey, you're on Moneyline. What's going on?
0: What's up, guys? Hey, I'm in a situation where Devontae Adams has been horrible for me. I picked up Murray this week, which is great. I need still a one wide receiver position and a flex position. I've got uh, David Montgomery right now sitting in flex, and I've got Mike Williams sitting at wide receiver number two. And on the bench, I'm sitting Sanu, um, Corey Davis, and um, Singletary for Buffalo, Devin Singletary for Buffalo. What do you think?
1: How many do you need to start? Say that again? What are you, what are you trying to fill? How many guys do you need to start out I'm of the fill.
0: I'm trying to fill two spots out of that crew. Um, I've got a flex position and a wide receiver two position I need to fill.
1: I'd probably roll with uh, Montgomery, and, and I'd take a flyer on Corey Davis this week. I, I think he's got a, a chance to to come through for you. All
3: right, thanks. Thanks for calling in. Let's go over to the next caller. we got to get through these pretty quick. AJ, you're on Moneyline. What's going on, my man?
0: Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, i got two questions for you. Uh, both are PPR for two different leagues. Um, Duke Johnson, Darrell Henderson, or Jalen Samuels. I just need one of those. And then another one is Matt Breida or David Montgomery. And I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate it, guys.
3: I'm going Duke Montgomery. Me too. Duke Montgomery, there you have it. Let's go to the next call. Javier, you are on Moneyline. What's going on, my man?
0: Hey, good morning, y'all. So I'm in a non-PPR league, and uh, I have my two running backs, Michelle and Latavius Murray. But for my flex, uh, I'm trying to choose between Melvin Gordon and David Montgomery. So I was just wondering what you guys think.
1: Man, I, I'm probably leaning Montgomery here, Jerry. I, me too. I, I know that's a little scary, but if Nagy is telling the truth, he said he's going to try and get him going this week. And I love Sony Michelle. By the way, I know you're starting him no matter what. And uh, Murray, I believe you said. I think Sony Michelle has a nice game, so I think he should be in a good spot. Melvin Gordon just scares me against the Bears' defense, and he was horrible last week. So I'd take a. Take a shot with Montgomery.
3: I'm with you on that as well. Again, if everything that Nagy's saying, then it leads you to the point there. And yeah. Melvin Gordon's inefficiencies, I think the coaching staff and up top, everyone in the office gotta be thinking, like, why did we even bother yeah. with this? We were so good. Eckler was doing good. What does that do for Eckler? It just I don't like what they did. It didn't do it didn't bring any benefit with Gordon for either side, the team or him. So using that thought, go ahead and fire him up.
1: No doubt about it. I'm with you. Do we have any more callers here? We're going to the text line, Jerry. Uh, We're almost cut up here. So, let's see. We got Hooper. How do you think he does without Matt Ryan? Can you trust him? I I still think he's a a top five play this week. And we know Matt Ryan well. Or we know Matt Ryan's out. We know Matt Schaub well. You know, he would throw to Owen Daniels all the time. He's not going to take a lot of big shots. So I think Hooper could come through for you. I bet he gets a lot of catches today.
3: And you know, tied, uh, quarterbacks like to use their tight ends yes. as, as a, a comfort safety valve right. almost, something uh, that they wouldn't read, guys. And we know that shop can be that. Again, fire up the shop props because I think he throws a pick today. <laughs> Full point PPR, two of these three guys, Deedee, Philip Lindsay, or Tyrell Williams. Whew. Two of the three.
1: I think I'm going to roll with Tyrell Williams, give him a shot this week, Jerry. And D And DeeDee, Dee. Dee Dee, yeah. Yeah,
3: me too. D and Tyrell. I, like, I saw Royce Freeman starting to get more and more of a share of that, and it looks like they want to use him as the in-between tackles guys and Philip Lindsay as the change of pace guy. And we know that – the old coordinator has the familiarity of the Atlanta Falcons where they did the same thing with Freeman and Coleman, and that's what he, whenever I heard him talking about that backfield, he used that thing, he, that same term. He said, I look at one as Coleman, and I look at one as, as Devontae Freeman, and if that's the way he's thinking of it, then you better expect Royce Freeman to get more as we get uh, through the season. Right,
1: and they're playing the Colts, and we saw Hyde get pretty much shut down last week against the Colts. So, yeah, I'm with you there, Jerry. Any games that you want to get to before we get to the end of the
3: show, any specific game do you want to touch? Because I know that we teased that Green Bay a little bit, and I just want to go ahead and make it, put it out there again. A lot of sharps and a lot of professional betters they're pounding the cheese, and they're saying there's no way. And I see why. I see why because it's, it's, it's a drastic move, and you ask yourself, by the number, by the law of gambling, it makes no sense that much of a jump. But I also think that the way it fell, if if the line was minus one Chiefs whenever Mahomes was still in, it was three and a half. If it was one and they did it to where it crossed three the other way and then ended up past seven, I think that's different. But since it was at three and a half and when they had to adjust the line, they crossed the minus three and a half. Then they crossed the zero. Then they cross the three. They're crossing so many of the pivotal key numbers in football that they didn't know where to land this. I think that's what's not getting put into the equation here. When it's a pick'em spread, it's a lot different to add nine points and then you're you're crossing the three and the seven on the positive side. But if you're a minus three and a half point favorite and you lose x amount of points and you're crossing minus three as a favorite, and now you're crossing three as an underdog, That's that, that, That's that those numbers are something that they don't know where to pinpoint, and I think that's why that line's wrong. I'm still going to ride with the Packers.
1: Okay, and th- this one I, I wanted to hit on, Cincinnati and the Rams. What do you think about I mean, this is a big, That's like a 12-point spread here, Jerry. But, God, Cincinnati's so awful. I, I don't feel confident taking the points with them. So th- this is a tough one, but I-, I wanted to bring this up to say I think Gurley has a nice game against the Bengals this week. I just I got that feeling.
3: Blowout overseas. I'm seeing a big blowout. I think that this is a get-right spike for the Rams. This is where they punch them in the mouth. So you hear the alarm, and it's time to put your name on something. Without further ado, Andrew,
4: what do you have for the people? You know, we're not worrying about football right now, Jerry. The Astros are winning tonight. That's what I'm putting my Ooh. name on. I like, I like that. that. He puts his name on the Astros. If you're listening out there, the
3: Astros will win tonight. What do you got for the people, Josh?
1: Man, I, God, I hope, I hope Andrew's right. I, I can't wait to watch this game tonight. I'm excited. But you know what? I talked about it all day. I, th- I think Stafford has himself a nice game this week. So I'm going to roll with Matthew Stafford. You know Kenny Stills? I do. Well, friends call him Kenneth. <laughs> and that's
3: what we're going to do. Kenneth? Kenny Skills to pay the bills over on receptions to get in the end zone. Look for one of those Will fuller type games from Kenny Stills today.
1: I like it. I put him on the cover of my waiver wire article, Jerry, so I like him this week too. I put Still Waters Run Deep as the headline because Kenny Stills likes to run deep. I like that call, my man.
3: And I like the call of It's time to sign off. Yes. And we did it again. Live from Brewings. We'll be out here for the next few hours. Get on out here. 290 and Jones location. But we sign off as we do every single Sunday. We do this together. We do it for you. We do it against the books. Signing off. Renzo, Andrew Carlson, Josh Jordan, and Jerry Nose with a Z. Thank you for joining us once again. Peace. Go Astros.